Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Second Thoughts Podcast. I'm Paula. I'm Pia. And, and this, this is Second, Second Thoughts, Thoughts Pod. Hello, everyone. It has been a while since we've been on the mic because we did take last week off. We took the time last week to spend Thanksgiving holiday with our friends and family, and it honestly was really nice and comforting to just be at home. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to record, so that's why we had no new episode last week, but... We are coming back with a great episode this week, so hopefully that makes up for it. Yeah, we had a lot of fun for Thanksgiving. We had some good food, some turkey, and we hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving as well. Um, Our dad wasn't here. It was like the first Thanksgiving that we had without our dad. Just very strange. Yeah, Yeah, we don't usually do that. Mm -hmm. But we did FaceTime him, so that was cool. And he is coming back early december which is nice to hear so that he can spend the holidays with us Mm -hmm. and then we did some black friday shopping uh guys i i broke the bank a little bit with that one um i was supposed to do some more holiday christmas shopping for other people but i ended up buying more things for myself than i planned so i don't think you bought anything for anyone else i bought one thing oh yes yeah yes (laughs) yes um, some other life updates. What else has been going on? It's been a while since we've caught anyone up on anything that we're doing, but I also think nothing, nothing happened. Yeah, nothing really significant has been happening because we've been kind of just preparing for the holidays anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was nice to have like a break because we kind of had time to just hang out with the family and everything. I read four books. Four books in a week. Four 600-page books in a week. Nice. Yeah. Um... Oh, something that does come to mind is my experience at the nail salon. I figured oh. I'd talk about this because I used to make fun of people who would cry at hair salons or nail salons whenever they had a bad experience with someone or something. And I was fully in it. I was ready to cry. So long story short, basically I was getting my nails done at this salon at our mall, which was obviously already a red flag. I should not have gone to a nail tech at the mall, but this experience was horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. (laughs) Not only did they mess up the nail art design, which is so ugly, and I don't know how they can even hold a license for what they've done to my nails, but this man who was doing my nails made me bleed. Like he hurt me so bad that three of my nails have blood around them. (laughs) and it still hurts two days later Mm -mm. and I just I understand now why people can't say anything usually I would but I I was about to say I'm surprised uh Karen Paula didn't come out I couldn't I just felt some I felt really bad for the man who was doing it one because I don't know he was an old man who was doing my nails and I just felt uncomfortable telling him that he was sucking (laughs) And I didn't want to be discriminatory and be like, yeah, I want a girl to do my nails. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I should have said something. But then, so once he finished doing my nails and, you know, prepping it or whatever, he swapped out with a lady who has been there for a while to do the nail designs. I like doing my nails and having nail art. I think it's really fun mm-hmm. and creative. And that's why I don't just go with basic solid colors. And I spend the money on nail art. I could have done so much better with a toothpick than she did. (laughs) Like, it literally pains me to look at my nails right now, but it's fine. I don't think they're that bad from afar. It's so ugly. (laughs) And I wanted to cry. They, I asked them to like fix it. I I tried to like put in, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you make it this little cleaner? Can you clean up under my nails? Like, hello, what, why am I telling you how to do your job? And I was trying to be so nice. I was actually very, very nice. Mm-hmm. very I was very nice and they just didn't do it and so I just gave up because we had sushi after I was late and I was like crying in the car <laughs> and in hindsight it was only like $40 so it's not a big deal and I can just I, I did go on Amazon and purchase all the materials to take this off I don't think you should take them off yeah no I'm taking them <laughs> off um But yeah, so now I feel how everyone else feels when something doesn't go their way. I literally remember someone saying, oh, like I cut my hair and then I cried. And I was like, oh, like you're so dramatic. Hair grows back. Nails do grow back too. So, but I get it. I I validate your feelings because I can 
sympathize now. <laughs> wow. So that was a random life update, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Our brother drove us to Philly for the first time. Yeah. Did he ever text us if he made it back home? No, I did check his location, though. He's home. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> um, as you guys know, or if you don't know, we live in Philly, and we originally like lived in New Jersey, so our dad would always have to drive us back and forth if we ever wanted to go back home because we do not have a car. And since our dad is in the Philippines, um, we had no one to bring us back back here. So our younger brother, who is 18, drove us to Philly. Well, I drove to Philly, but he drove back. A bit, It was a bit uh, nerve-wracking to see <laughs> him have to go through the expressway and everything. But um, I think he did yeah, well. I think he did okay. He made it home in one piece. So yeah. that's... That's, that's more a, that's than we can That's a milestone, say. honestly. Just think about our younger brother. I just think it's so crazy that he can drive in the first place. Like, I just think it's so crazy. Well, we were talking to him and his girlfriend. Um, we, we took them out to lunch after they drove us or accompanied us home. And we were talking to them. And they're seniors in high school now. They're doing superlatives. And I had no idea my brother was popular. Yeah, he's like mute. He has like <laughs> 10. In our, in, our, in our eyes. In he was nominated for 10 superlatives. Yeah. You and I one each two. two each yeah we we had no friends in high school yeah in high school so i for my senior year, i got um nominated for um most changed and most likely to travel the world i forget what mine were honestly i think it was most likely to succeed in something else how time flies i know and and we are entering the last month of 2021 that's so crazy COVID happened 2019, right? Or 2020? 2020. 2019 into 2020. Yeah. No, honestly, 2020. 2020. Start of 2020. So that's the entire 2020, entire of 2021. We have been in this COVID era. I feel changed. And now there's another variant coming. And I don't even know what's going to happen. Is it going to be fine with Delta around? Everyone is a little bit more cautious, but... We didn't go into any strict lockdowns again, but apparently this third variant is a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what the future holds. Maybe 2022 will be different. Either we will go back into a lockdown or there'll be less restrictions. I don't know. I'm kind of not sure about what's going to happen. It's the first time where my type A personality genuinely doesn't know or hasn't planned what's going to happen mm-hmm. in the future yeah which is odd mm. well we can only hope for the best so yeah fingers crossed any other life updates that you wanted to mention um ignited apparels clothing just arrived in our house today Woo! and me and paul were trying them on if you guys saw in my story we did i did like a little reaction video type thing i'm very excited we are planning on a photo shoot actually this weekend well technically next weekend um and i'm very excited you guys don't know much about what's happening or what they even look like but make sure to follow me on instagram and the ignited apparel instagram to see like sneak peeks but they're here guys they're in possession and for, for those of you guys who are new here ignited apparel is sophia's clothing line and it's been around for a few years it ended up being a boutique store now it's mm-hmm. kind of transition into more like athleisure mm-hmm. comfy wear Loungewear. and i'm honestly wearing it right now guys and it's the softest thing ever i will not be taking it off yeah i'm excited for you guys to see and hopefully um we are planning on doing a giveaway sometime, and I'm, I'm hoping to do a giveaway with one of the crewnecks and sweatpants yeah, as well. Yeah, so, so always make sure to follow us at Second Thoughts Pod to mm-hmm. make sure you guys keep up to date with all the polls, any giveaways that we were doing, any life updates that you probably might not hear on the podcast. We're always on Second Thoughts Pod, so yeah. make sure you guys follow us there on Instagram and our personal channels. You'll find it on Second Thoughts Pod. And we also have some very, very exciting news. Guys, we have officially gotten our first sponsor and we could not be more thrilled to have them be our first sponsor. Yeah, guys, this is something that's a milestone for Second Thoughts Podcast and we are officially working with Anna Luisa. We have a link and you could check it out in our episode description. I've actually worked with them before and they have sent me some amazing jewelry and it's the perfect gift for your family, friends, or even for yourself. I have given it to my mom, my sister, and they've all loved it. And I still wear Ana Luisa jewelry to this day. 
Um, so I'm very, very excited and grateful to have them as our sponsor for this episode. Yes, you guys can check out the link in our bio. It's shop.analuisa.com slash second thoughts. And that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. And you guys can see products starting at $39 and sales up to 25% off. And what's cool about Ana Luisa too is that they release new jewelry and collection every Friday. So it's really cool. Yeah, so make sure you guys check out this sale and take advantage of it, especially for the holidays. It's the perfect gift to give to your friends, family, and to yourself. Once again, that's shop.analuisa.com slash second thoughts. And that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Don't miss out on the 25% off discount and prices starting at $39. So yeah, check out the link in our episode description if you guys are interested and get yourself some cute jewelry. Jumping into today's topic. This is, I say it all the time, like most requested or whatever, but this genuinely was the most requested episode. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I did not think, I'm very surprised at how big of a debate this thing is. And I did some light reading prior to us filming this just to see, you know, what the sentiment was from everyone everywhere. And I thought it was an even split. I thought it was, oh, this, it could go either way. Mm Mm-hmm. Is love a choice or a feeling? I generally thought that it's so, the, the answer is so obvious. I know. So and then did we I. did a poll and I even asked my boyfriend, like, just like, what are your thoughts on is love a choice or feeling? And it was different from what I thought was going to be the superior answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so before Sophia and I go into our personal opinions of whether we think love is a choice or a feeling... Let's just discuss this topic a little bit because apparently there's a lot of history and a lot of debate. And like you, I thought there was a very obvious answer. But at the same time, I'm also someone who can be swayed either way. I don't think there is a right or wrong answer, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, too. Yeah. So let's start. The first perception, and let's just go with this one, is that love is a feeling. So a lot of people think love is a feeling and think nothing more of it. They just... It's like that saying, when you know, you know. Mm -hmm. And when you know that you're in love, you're in love. And that's that. And there's nothing more to it, right? Mm -hmm. What what are your thoughts on that? Okay, so with this consensus, I honestly feel like it makes sense, right? Because love is just, you feel love for someone. It's the most most powerful emotion, I guess. Yeah, and emotions are feelings. So it makes sense. Um, but I just feel like love is deeper than that. Right. Mm-hmm. But I do agree that love, love is a feeling in general. It is a feeling you, you feel those butterflies in your stomach. Like you feel your heart pounding when you are really attracted to someone or like you really feel deeply for someone. Um, and it's like that when people say, um, like love at first sight, mm-hmm. you know, it's that feeling, that initial feeling you get where you're just like at a high, get those butterflies, you know, rose colored glasses, all that, all that's that, that infatuation. Type yeah. Of feeling. Yeah. Love as a feeling is those, those things that you describe in books and that you see in movies. To me, when people say love is a feeling, that is what I picture that intrinsic understanding that oh i am in love this Mm -hmm. is love that romanticized version version of love yes because just i mean we'll dive into it later too but i feel like when you say love is a feeling that's just such a that's just a surface level thought of it yes it's a feeling it's i agree surface level i agree well if you guys can already tell me and pierre probably swaying one direction <laughs> more than the other but we're trying to be as what's that word as neutral as possible today mm-hmm. okay all right so that's the first perception love as a, as a feeling but the problem with that that i've kind of gathered from scouring google is that the problem with feeling is that it can honestly be detrimental to a relationship because you're doing this on the basis of emotional satisfaction, I guess. Um, And one thing, and I don't even know if this makes sense, but one thing that they described is the honeymoon effect. It's real, right? When you first get into a relationship, you mentioned it, the rose-colored glasses. Everyone Mm -hmm. thinks everything's great until you see someone's true colors. And then when it fades, when that honeymoon effect fades, when you're at the peak of your bliss, of your relationship... Mm -hmm then a lot of people start questioning their relationships because, oh, 
am I feeling that way? Why, why didn't I feel this way before? Like I'm not feeling the same way as I did six months ago. And on the basis that love is a feeling, I think that could be kind of dangerous because I also believe that love ebbs and flows mm-hmm. and there's highs to and lows to love. And if you're going to set that standard that X, Y, and Z is the, I don't know, the line for my love, then anytime someone goes below it, does that mean you're automatically un-in love with them? Mm-hmm. Make it make sense. Oh yeah. my God. Okay. Well, it's very it's obvious. so obvious where our uh, loyalty lies for this. Um, but I did want to mention like, this this is the general perception, right? Love as a feeling is something that people just intrinsically feel. When you know, you know. And that's I feel like that's the basis. Yeah, it's super I, I in my eyes, I think it's very surface level of love. Of of the feeling. Mm-hmm. Um anyways. Um anyways, um let's get into the perception and the other side of the spectrum, which is love is a choice. And, you know, this side of it is when people say that you choose to love your partner every day and you choose, um, you know, to stay with this person through the ups and downs. On the other side too, just like we did with love as a feeling, there are some cons to having love as a choice. And honestly, I feel like this targeted me when I read it because I think it also stems from my insecurity, right? So the problem with choice is that it can lead other people to question the other person's feelings because it's it's that saying, oh, if you wanted to, you would. Mm-hmm. Or you're just doing this because. And, you know, I think that when it becomes a choice, it becomes burdensome. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like, oh, like, do you really love me? Or is there something else that is there some is there another reason why you're choosing me? Are you choosing me because of money? Are you choosing me because of mm-hmm. fame? Are you choosing me because yeah. of that? And so when love becomes a choice it feels as if it wasn't meant for you. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes I feel as if when love is a feeling, it's that it's unique, right? Versus mm-hmm. when it's a choice, it's... I have, it's it's kind of like... It's, I feel like you're also thinking in a way that's like settling also because it's mm-hmm. like, um, oh, so you think someone is just choosing to stay with you, just choosing to, um, you know, go through the motions of love. Mm-hmm. When there's... when it could be a feeling of just that euphoric feeling of love where that's just like, obviously that's what you feel, right? Yes. Is this making sense? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like that's can, that can also be an issue with why people don't believe love is a choice mm-hmm. because, you know, you choose things every day. Does that mean you hold that you harbor those feelings of love yeah i get it you're trying to say that when you choose love it becomes as basic as choosing what you're eating for breakfast mm-hmm. right yeah. so there, there that can that's that's the uh i guess the debate towards is love really a choice you know um because you make choices every day technically mm-hmm. and just like i like how you said that it kind of know, belittles it, becomes- it it belittles it because I think we grow up watching cinematic movies and reading all these romanticized books and they all glorify this love. And we have to remember that a lot of these, a lot of times these short films, these two hour films and these 600 page books only capture a fragment of whatever they're actually like portraying. Mm -hmm. Right. So take it with a grain of salt. Um, Again, it's very obvious where P and I are kind of leaning towards. But before we like actually dive into that, let's just get it out there. Do you believe in love? Yeah, I do. I think we grew up in a family also where they kind of emphasized the power of loving yeah. others other than yourself. I don't know how people cannot believe in love. It's. I feel like those are the people who got hurt. Yeah, that's true. And they don't believe in love because they've never gotten the better end of it. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, next question that I have just to set the tone is what, in your opinion, what do you think love should feel like and look like? It's very interesting because I had two very different versions of what I thought love was mm-hmm. at this point in my life. I'm 23 years old and I... At first, I honestly thought that love was supposed to have this extreme high 
all the time you Mm. you're supposed to know that you love this person or this person loves you like you should always have that feeling and now it's like it's that's not the case Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's maybe why in my past relationship it was very i was always going through extremes right because i thought that's what love was now it's like i realize that love is not meant to be that love is supposed to be peaceful there are going to be days in your opinion yeah in my in my opinion and i find that that's what helps me grow and be a better person mm-hmm. is when love is not and a relationship is not my number one thought all the time and it's not what i'm thinking about it's not what i'm worrying about all the time it's supposed to be peaceful in my head and i firmly believe this i think ultimately love looks different for everyone mm-hmm. in my opinion I ultimately believe that love is different for everyone. And I say that because my perception of what love is and what it looks like has changed in my 24 years of life. Mm -hmm. In high school, I used to be just like you. And I had very unrealistic expectations of men because I'm someone who loves romance movies, who only reads romance books. And I want every person that I'm with to be a figment of my imagination (laughs) and that's not in in my reality that's not true like Mm -hmm. it's just not true in reality and I say that because for me at my day and age and where I am now in my life for me love feels like when I'm most safe when I'm most myself and when I also feel loved by someone else for being unconditionally myself and that's why I love my boyfriend I love him so much and it's because he he gets that and gives me exactly what I need to feel loved and to give love Mm -hmm. on the other spectrum of that I know people who will die for the feeling that love is supposed to be explosive one of a kind and no no hate to the people who do feel that but at the same time i just don't know if they know what love is <laughs> when or, you say that i don't know i don't want to say that because also that's very very one-sided and maybe maybe i just haven't felt that like explosion of like those like book loves because oh my god i'm i'm saying this and i don't want to like call anyone out but there's there's some people who i know that are very oh i love him i love him he's the one blah blah and their partners are trash Mm. you know what i noticed i have noticed that some maybe it's just like the people that i have encountered but it seems like sometimes when they try to prove that their partner is the one or that this is their greatest love sometimes sometimes it's not always that way sometimes the people who are so adamant that oh this is my one true love this is this is it this is the one are the most insecure because they have to voice it or um i guess prove it to others to prove it to themselves that this is this is their person i don't know how to explain it because to be honest i feel like i'm not all over social media with like my boyfriend and my relationship and my relationship is healthy and it's mm-hmm. and, and and it's weird because I do de- I definitely do feel those euphoric moments and I feel very excited and I have those like you know core memories and moments with my boyfriend when we do specific dates and things but I don't find myself wanting to prove that because I yeah. know I feel it yeah you know no I totally get it and I'm just I'm trying to articulate this in the best way I can without it coming off as like oh like Paula doesn't love her boyfriend because that's (laughs) because that's not true I love him dearly um but I just I don't believe in the idea that people only have one true love and that's a topic for another day (laughs) (laughs) and this is why I think love is a choice Mm -hmm. and we're just gonna segue there because love is a choice in my head love is a choice and i i say that because i feel as if 
love ultimately starts off as an attraction. And you said it earlier, infatuation, Mm -hmm. right? You see someone, you meet someone, and you start getting these feelings. So in a sense, it does start off as a feeling, right? You, You meet someone, you find that you guys mesh, you guys find that you click. And that's where this feeling emerges, right? But then as you get to know them, you literally choose, hey, do you want to be my boyfriend or my girlfriend? Do you want to be my partner? And that's a choice, right? And then every day afterwards, you are choosing to stay in that relationship with someone. And eventually that blossoms into love. And I say that also because I think love is work. That mm-hmm. love is some love is an action versus a choice or a feeling. So maybe it's not even a choice or a feeling. It's it's actions right? Mm -hmm. That you do to prove to someone that you care for them, that you want to be them, that everything that you're doing moving forward is in their best interest and in your relationship's best interest. Yeah. I also believe that love is a choice because for instance, there are going to be times where you're fighting and you have disagreements. And with that comes times when you question if you've even made the right choice, Mm -hmm. right? You, I know everyone's been there where they question like, do I even want to be with this person? And then what are you left with? A choice, right? Because you have that, you know how you felt in the beginning, but then you really need to know, do I love this person enough to choose to stay or do I walk away, right? Mm-hmm. And I find that there's a difference between really feeling love for someone and then actually choosing to love someone because yes. you can you can love somebody forever and ever right you can you can really love someone but that doesn't necessarily mean you are choosing to love that person you know that love require like paul was saying love requires action love is it it fluctuates depending on where you are in life and what you are struggling with and the choices you make in between are really what gets you through in my head i believe that feelings are fickle whereas actions are not and just going off of that, right, I'll use my relationship as an example. And I'm going to be really fucking honest with everyone right now. I don't love Jordan all the time in the past six years that we've been together. <laughs> and that's OK. I know that I will always love him. And I right, I love him like mm-hmm. he is the one that I'm going to end up with for the rest of my life. But I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat anything and tell you guys that we've been picture perfect for the last six years as someone who was a romantic in high school and then meeting someone who ended up being my boyfriend for six years in college was a huge shock to me (laughs) because one, I didn't think I would find my person very early on or at least a person that I would want to spend the rest of my life with early on in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. And in those six years, we went through like a two year two year honeymoon phase and then there was this one year that I was just like what the fuck is going on like I don't know how I'm feeling like I had a crisis I was like oh my god is this really how I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with someone that I met in college and is like my second boyfriend Mm -hmm. right and I went through that huge crisis but what did I do I chose to stay with him and I chose to love him and I do love him the feeling of love will and is there but to me, it's that choice. I could have ended it when I had that crisis, right? And it would have been fine. You know, I would have probably moved on. He probably would have moved on too. But I made that decision second the second year in our relationship to stay with him because I knew that there was potential there, right? Mm-hmm. Like I knew that there was other factors that were detrimental to how I was feeling at that moment and that was affecting my feelings at that moment right Mm -hmm. sophomore year of college everyone knows this I think I've talked about this or at least you've known this I was very depressed I hated everyone in in college in college not high school I hated everyone in college I was literally living with the worst girls humanly possible and hated myself and it was a very rough time and I thought that I could not be loved Mm -hmm. right projection yes and so in my head I was like oh like no one loves me I don't even know if I love him like what's like I don't know to me I don't I I didn't I didn't know how I was feeling and so I thought that feeling that I you know that that loving feeling between him and I wasn't there anymore on my end because of everything else that was going on in my life right I was so overwhelmed with everything being in love was the last thing on my list so I was like let's just cut it out (laughs) let's just I it was a it was one less thing to worry about and truthfully and I this is another conversation of debate too love sometimes is the easiest thing to cut out 
you think so yeah at, at least in your 20s because mm. you feel like you have more time and you have all the time to yes at least when i was in my early years of college i felt as if being in a relationship was the most work out of everything that i've ever had to do mm-hmm because again, love is a choice. Love is work. Love is something that you have to continuously put effort in every day. And that's because you are choosing to be with someone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not gonna, and if you rely on feelings alone, and I, I think that's when people become complacent. And maybe this is unlocking another level of ideas and, you know, conversations, but people who think love is a feeling get complacent and people who think love is a feeling end up in failed relationships because they rely solely on the fact that, oh, I have to feel some type of way and nothing will change that as long as, you know, my relationship is contingent upon a feeling always. Mm-hmm. That's me in my past relationship and it was toxic. <laughs> but it's 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 the actions that happen in a relationship where you love someone, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think... And, and just bringing it back to my relationship, the second year of our relationship, very, very rough. And there was nothing that he could do to make me feel comfortable about our relationship just because of everything that was going on. But I chose to stay, right? And we chose to fight. And our relationship has never, ever been stronger. And I couldn't imagine a moment where I was not with this person. But it's the idea that feelings are fickle. And you never know what's going to happen, right? I was literally going to break up with him because I was so unhappy with everything else going on in my life. Not because I didn't love him, mm-hmm. but because it just wasn't the right time. Yeah. And, and you that's didn't a feeling make, too. And you didn't want to make those conscious efforts or, or those choices because you had other things to worry about as well. Yes. You know? And I feel like some days, some months, some years, it's easy to love someone. And then some days, months and years, it's harder, you know, but at the end of the day, I feel like it's always a choice. And like Paula was saying, you know, feelings are fleeting. I feel like with my past relationship, I solely relied on those feelings to feel like I was loved or that I was in the right relationship. You know, I always needed to have that feeling, but they always came and went. And when they went, I lost my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Did you feel as if you were the problem when those feelings went away? Yeah. Yeah. Or did you feel and as if they were the problem? I It was both. both. Yeah. So when you felt as if they didn't love you, you spiraled and were like, why the heck? But mm-hmm. at the same time, you're like, is it me? Yeah. Am I the problem? Yeah. It's a lot of um, the back and forth with that. And I feel like if you've been in a relationship for a while, if you guys have ever been in long-term relationships, you know that that feeling goes away and and bless the people who who will attest to having a like the honeymoon phase never ends or whatever (laughs) um but you know sometimes we have to make the choice to keep the spark alive you know why do you think some people have that issue like okay guys like how do i spice up my relationship all this stuff that's a choice you're making that is a choice you're making to bring back that feeling 100 percent. i have had conversation with jordan where i've said "Mm, i'm not feeling it it is, it's not anything that he's doing. I'm just someone who hates complacency and I get bored very easily. Mm-hmm. And for a while, it honestly took me a very long time to understand that love is a choice and not a feeling because I was very insecure. I was like, oh, like, is he the one for me? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sure all the time, but I'm unsure about everything. And it's not just him. I mean, I'm very sure now in compared to where I was like six, five years ago, but we've had those conversations, right? Where I've said, hey, I'm just, I feel as if we're losing this, you know, spark in us, right? Mm -hmm. And he will go out of his way to bring it back. And he's choosing those actions, right? He's choosing to find ways to bring that spark back. And that's why him and I have this thing where every two weeks we'll go out to dinner every two months we'll go away on vacation somewhere nearby where we can drive and then we started this every two years we'll go on a big vacation for 10 days together or something Mm -hmm. like that and it's something that has honestly only strengthened our love for each other right and that's a choice that we've been making right in that moment if i was that person who truly believed love was a feeling those times where i felt oh i'm losing feelings for him i would have dumped him Mm -hmm. but i've 
I would also have lost the best guy on earth. Yeah. I, I do want to say, though, that I'm not discrediting the people who believe love is a feeling because love is a feeling. It is. It's something that builds because of your emotions when you meet someone you feel all these things about them right you feel infatuation you feel connection you feel something it's a feeling it is but as you grow older love becomes work and to make sure that love becomes real and is consistent you have choices that you have to make and i think when love becomes non-existent it's because those people choose not to love someone yeah and i saw i remember i was like seeing this one tiktok video of this really old couple and they've been married for a long long time and someone asked them they were interviewing them like what is a secret to a long lasting healthy marriage and they literally said you choose to love this person you choose and they say you choose to love this person and you make it work well our dad literally told us not to get into relationships young because it's (laughs) burdensome my dad loves us he loves his kids but because he had kids young he wasn't able to do half the things he wanted to do because we came first right he loved us more than his passion for wanting to become a pilot Mm -hmm. to travel the world right (laughs) And, and he has no regrets he doesn't but he also acknowledges that there were trade-offs, right? There were things that he had to sacrifice for other people. And when you're in a relationship, you're going to ultimately sacrifice things for that person unknowingly. But it's also choosing to love somebody through all their phases. I feel like I'm not the person I was when I first met my boyfriend, you know? Mm-hmm. And they, they, he fell in love with that person, right? And I generally can say I'm really, I'm really not that same person I was a year ago. I mean, who can ever say that, right? Yeah. And it's it's the choices in between. So. And also, if they didn't actually love you, they wouldn't choose you. Yeah. I feel like at least in TikTok world, you know that saying, if they wanted to, they would. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, I don't actually, I'm going to backtrack. I don't know if that's necessarily the best one, but I'm going to go with it anyway. But I I do want to caveat that. I don't know if this is the best analogy. In the sense that love is a choice and that person chooses you. And if they wanted to, they would, right? All All these sayings. It's this idea that no matter what, they have to feel something for you to choose you. And if you think about it, We all have our flaws, right? But they are still looking past those flaws. They are choosing to look past those flaws for you because they love you. Mm -hmm. But I do get, now that I'm saying, I do get why people think, oh, that's kind of scary. And I think that's where you get insecurities, right? Because you're like, oh, what if they don't actually love me and they're just choosing to be with me because I'm famous, because I have money, because I'm, I'm funny, because I have all these friends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that does make sense. But choosing someone for those surface level things won't last. Mm -hmm. And so you would know that relationship would ultimately end. Yeah. And that's how you know it was never love. Mm -hmm. But if you keep choosing someone every single day, right? One, you're not being forced to choose. It's within your own free will. And it's within their own free will to choose you back, right? And I think once we acknowledge that it's un what's the word it's not coerced or it's not it's not an obligation that's when i feel like love really succeeds because you have two parties who want nothing but the best for the other person right and so they're choosing to be with someone Mm -hmm. they're choosing that other person they're choosing to make that other person happy yeah and i think that's where love begins (laughs) yo this has been the softest episode ever yeah i'm very surprised yours wasn't love as a feeling but anyways some devil's advocate questions what happens when that feeling goes away you have to keep that spark alive by going on dates you know even see but this is where i contradict myself because once that feeling is gone gone it's gone because sometimes people, people just as we were saying how everyone has different phases, what is that saying that um, people come into your life 
what is that Justin Bieber saying? For <laughs> for <laughs> Justin for, Bieber for saying. a reason, for a season, or for, for a season, or for a lifetime. I th- he definitely put it in a song, but the quote is: "People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime." And not even just in relationships, like romantic relationships, but in friendships. Right? There are people that I have genuinely loved who have only been in my life for a season, and I no longer love them for sure. <laughs> yeah, but maybe there's the, again. Am I opening too many doors here? Maybe that wasn't love, and it was manipulation. Maybe it was just infatuation. Exactly. Maybe they thought that they were showing me what love was and it wasn't. And it was just infatuation. I think it could go a lot of ways. Again, me and Sophia are probably not even making sense. (laughs) But this is what Second Thoughts Podcast is all about, guys. Yeah. Just candid conversations where we're talking about our genuine feelings. Mm -hmm. Someone sent me a article a few years ago, Julie sent me an article a few years ago where this two couples loved each other, right? They loved each other, but they could not choose to love each other at that moment. Something something was happening. I forget. It's a New York Times article. I'm sure you can look it up if you Google what I'm about to describe. But essentially, these two people loved each other, but they were long distance. They couldn't see each other, whatever. They had all these feelings and they weren't ready to let go of it, but they knew that it wasn't the right time for them. So what did they do? They said that in five years, they're going to meet at the Met at a specific time on a specific date five years later in the future. Mm -hmm. And then they did. And for the life of me, I cannot remember what happened. I think they ended up living happily ever after. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, Otherwise, I don't know what the point of this uh, story (laughs) is. But to me, I feel like it just reemphasizes the point that you choose to love someone. Yeah. The love is a choice. They chose to grow apart in order to let their love foster. Yeah. Maybe this is a stretch. Maybe, maybe me and Pia genuinely have no idea what we're talking about. (laughs) But I will say, and no one can tell me that I'm wrong about this, is that all in all, love is different for everyone. Yeah. And for the people who genuinely believe love is a feeling, I am so happy for you. I am so glad that it works out for you. That's just not our reality. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. That's not that's just not how we operate. And that's okay too. And I think that there is no right or wrong between this debate. And I'm glad we talked about this because I feel as if it opened up a lot of conversations for a lot of people. And it just makes me feel good knowing that everyone is kind of up in the air and everyone also feels the same way Mm -hmm. at the same time. Um, but love is different for everyone. And ultimately only you can decide what love looks like for you. Yeah. Again, going back to love languages too. You have your own specific love languages. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those are the, the choices you make as, as well with your love languages. Everyone is different. And at the end of the day, you know, love is unique to everybody. Um, and that's why I really enjoyed this topic because it even right now i'm thinking you know what maybe love is a feeling okay uh, no, no dead maybe, ass maybe maybe it is a choice um but in in the general like grand scheme of things i genuinely can say that love real love requires work i will have to agree love starts as a feeling but it becomes its best when you choose to continue and pursue it anyways let us go to today's thought of the day for those of you guys who are new here where have you been um thought of the day is a segment on our podcast where we take an email or a call in from one of our listeners and we try to incorporate you guys in our episodes by answering a question that you guys might have whether it's about boys school um, love life, Careers. family, career, anything that you could possibly want to talk about and want us to react to or give you advice on, this is where you send in your thought of the day. So if you guys have a thought of the day and want to participate in upcoming episodes, make sure to call us at 609-264-3006 or email us at secondthoughtspod at gmail.com. So take it away. Let's listen to today's caller. Hey, Paula and Pia. My name's Haven, and I want to start off by saying that your guys' podcast literally changed my life. Every week, I feel like I'm talking to the older sisters I never had, so I just want to say thank you for 
all the podcasts and advice that you guys have provided for us. My thought of the day was regarding when your guys' parents started to become more open and accepting to you guys being in relationships and when they were finally off of your back when it came to going out. I'm a full Filipino as well, and I currently live with my grandparents, who are your typical strict Filipino parents. I just feel so held back when it comes to experiencing more life because of how strict they are. I almost feel guilty every time I go out because I know they don't like it when I'm with my boyfriend or even just going out with my friends. I've had multiple sit-down conversations with them, and I really poured my heart out to them as well, but I still feel like they don't respect my boundaries as an adult. Mmm... That's a tough so one. So relatable. My Filipino girl. Well, first of all, thank you so much for your kind words. That really just made my day. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, I'm so soft. Um, did she mention how old she was? No. No, she didn't. Okay. Um, well, my first instinct was, how old are you? And can you move out? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I had this, this exact same problem. And as much as I talked to my parents about you know, gaining more freedom and being able to go out more and just experience, I guess, life itself. Um, as much as I had those sit down talks and they tried their best to give me those like more free reign, I just never fully got to experience that freedom until I actually physically moved out. And as much as that sucks to hear that you can't actually get that full freedom until you're actually out of your parents' house, um, that was just the reality of it for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they my parents tried to be like, okay, that's fine. You can go out, whatever. But it's that you can feel that they're, they're being a bit you know, they have a little pettiness to it. Okay, go out, like have fun. Like, oh, you, or they'll say, you're always going out, but they won't say no, but they'll give you a hard yeah. time. That's what it kind of like was leading to for me. And, you know, I went to community college for my first two years of college. So I stayed home and it was very difficult for me because a lot of my friends went out. Um, you know, at my boyfriend at the time, it was a bit like I, I felt bad and guilty for hanging out with him too much. And, Um, My parents would would give me a hard time about staying out late. um, And it was kind of just like hard for me to experience life. And and I genuinely felt like my life has gotten so much more free when I did move out. And yeah, that's kind of shitty to say that you had to you have to like actually move out. You know? Yeah. Well, first of all, one thing that you mentioned is that you've had multiple conversations with them. And I'm glad that you've communicated how you're feeling towards them because that's always the first step um just Sophia and I can really relate because like she said we've had conversations with them and it's just I swear it's like a Filipino in their nature thing to be so overprotective and so up our business Mm -hmm. and it's because genuinely and it's I it, it sucks that it has to I have to say this but they stress about us because they are in front of us. They see us every day and they, it's a constant reminder of what could happen, right? Like you're always there in their face. So they're always going to know, want to know what you're doing. So Mm -hmm. when you're not home, it's their responsibility to worry. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's that thing that our dad used to say is like their house, their rules. And yeah, you have to be respectful of their rules. But I think there comes a point where, you have to realize that you are an adult and can make decisions for yourself. And I think that's when our parents started realizing that, yes, we are adults. You Mm. need to prove to them that you're an adult and you're empowered to make your decisions and allowed to make your decisions because you're no longer a child who can make stupid decisions. I mean, everyone makes stupid decisions, but the older you get, the less worried they'll become because they'll know and feel comfortable allowing you to do things for yourself Mm -hmm. right filipinos in their nature are very uh parental very nervous about everything especially our parents right we came from uh we were immigrants um we're the first generation to come to the u.s and there's just so many uncertainties and our parents felt that and you know, to their credit, I'm glad that they did. But at the same time, 
you can't let fear hold you back all the time. Mm -hmm. So my advice for you is understand that it's coming from a place of good intentions. Um, And then some things that you can do too is, you know, prove to them that you are smart and educated enough to make good decisions because they taught you how to do that. Mm -hmm. Show them that they can trust you. And if that doesn't work, well, save some money to buy a house because honestly, once you're out of their faces, they won't stress as much. Yeah. My mom used to be so stressed about us. And now that we've moved out, my mom and I could go like three days without talking to each other. She doesn't even know what I'm doing half the time. (laughs) But it gives them, I feel like it's out of sight, out of mind. And and I feel like it gives them less stress. Yeah. You know, it forces them to not stress and not worry. And I just feel like in general, each and every one of us, at least I would like to think that we all have our best intentions in mind anyway. So I don't know. I just feel like it was just better that way with our parents, especially because I felt like my dad would and my parents would stay up up way later than they need to be yes. to just make sure they can hear me like come open in the garage and come yeah. inside the house you know so unnecessary and you don't want to and of course you feel guilty because yes. you're like i don't want to keep them up because i know they're worried but when you leave the house it's like, but when you're like when you move out you know they, they have they, they don't have a choice <laughs> they don't have a choice like you're gone so yeah. and i also, mean that's just the reality of it i i personally think yeah be strong Mm-hmm. and know your that time, you're your, not alone and your time will come and i also believe too that we become as we mature um we feel more confident in our decisions that for me i'm always going to want to appease my parents i'm always going to play that um role of wanting to make sure that they're happiest with me that i'm making them proud um but as i've gone older you know I've come to realize that I need to make decisions for myself and not always for them. Obviously, I'm still going to keep that in mind that I'm I'm going to do things to make sure that they're happy, but I shouldn't sacrifice anything for myself for their sake always too, because you have to understand that you're making choices for you and you shouldn't make choices for other people regardless of, you know, who they, who they are. Mm Mm-hmm. Just don't be yeah. disrespectful, you know. You know, at this said, don't be disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we hope that was helpful. Um, we can totally relate to that. Trust, girl. Like, that's... Yeah. That was a hard time. Yeah. That was a hard time. Yeah. But we got through it. We got through it. And now me and P are living lavish in <laughs> Philly, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, thank you again for submitting your thought of the day. And if anyone else would love to call in about anything, it could be about a conversation that we've had in past episodes, something that we haven't talked about yet and you want us to start touching upon, let us know. Make sure to call us at 609-264-3006 or email us at secondthoughtspod at gmail.com. So before we go, I wanted to, again, thank Anna Lisa for being our first sponsor in today's episode and on this podcast. Very grateful and very excited for the start of the podcast make sure you guys check out the links in our episode description in our bio to shop annalisa's um, discounts where they have sales up to 25 percent off and they're starting at 39 dollars and they're perfect gift for your family friends or even yourself so once again you guys can go to shop.analuisa.com slash second thoughts that's a-n-a-l-u-i-s-a to get some new jewelry thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode we will see you guys next week bye, bye.